And now, let's inform us. Let's get this shit on the road. So welcome, everyone, to the Sinformers yes. podcast. We are back, as usual. Uh, with me, as always, is Garth. What's up? Party on, Wayne. Party on, Garth. <laughs> so uh, we are in the 90s, again. Still in the 90s. Yes, that is correct. Uh, you know, hanging out with uh, your usual 90s crew. You know, Zach Morris is sitting over there in the corner with Sean Marlin. <laughs> and, uh, they're at a hockey game. They're sharing a, if uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, they're sharing a big cell phone right now. Man, look at this. I, I jumped right in. I didn't even get the sound the soundboard loaded or anything. Oh, man. We're, man. we're running behind today. It's like we're in the 90s right now. It is. Our computer's running on Windows 95. It is. It's going slow. And I'm on uh, Netscape Navigator right there now. There we go. Nice. Uh, you know, I used to use Netscape Navigator. Really? Yeah. Well, that was like the only option it was. for a while. <laughs> and that, whatever happened. anyone could use. Whatever happened. I don't think I... They're on top of the world. Well, you had that option or the thousands of AOL discs. That you can collect over time. Do you think people are still making money from Netscape Navigator? I hope so. I mean, they were doing pretty well for a while. It was kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. Now we got a Google Chrome and Firefox, and nobody should, really. Uh, we should invest in Netscape Navigator. <sighs> we should, although it's probably not a wise investment these Nav- days. Navigator books. You know, if we get like a Gray Sports Almanac kind of thing, <laughs> we could probably. It's do one that. of those things. It's like in twenty years, it's going to be huge. It's going to have a giant resurgence, just like Apple did in the eighties. No one cared about Apple. No. And now people are spending $10,000 on a damn watch. None, none of my friends growing up had an Apple computer. No, I don't know a single person that had an Apple until the iPod came around. Yeah, that's true. The iPad did put Apple back on the map. We're getting ahead of ourselves, though, because that's not in the 90s. Oh, this is true. You know what I had in the 90s? You ready for this? 1995, I think it was in – yeah, 1995, I got my first computer with Windows 95. Yes. And I had a Packard Bell. And okay. it came with Spider-Man Cartoon Maker, which is like – Oh, sweet. Awesome software where you just make your own cartoons. Uh, my friend Carmen, who lived next door, had it, and uh, I used to go over to his house and like just sit on his computer and play with it. And he'd be like, nice. "Hey, you want to you want to do something else?" I'd be like, "No, I'm, I'm all right." See, other than um, other than the standard like paint, I didn't have much on the computers when I first got one. It was so so bad. Uh, there were a couple games I bought there that were pretty sweet. Like yeah. one of my favorites was there was Goosebumps. The book series came out with a game, uh, Escape from Horrorland. Really? And it was one of those ones, it was a point-and-click game, but it had live-action actors, and you interacted with things based off uh, what happened in scenarios and books, and it was actually really cool. Wow. Um, and slightly terrifying. Every now and then, like, shit would jump out of you. And like you literal would, shit? N- well, things that looked like monsters that probably belonged in Catherine. <laughs> but, like, at one point, you go, like, underneath the theme park, there's this dungeon, and everything's like realistic graphics, and all of a sudden, this 16-bit monstrosity with like a, one eye, a giant fanged mouth, just comes out of nowhere, and starts chasing you. So you get lost in this catacomb in this fake pyramid, and you have to make the right decisions. And if you don't, I'm my eyes, motherfucker. You're gonna crawl into this mummy that's trying to like eat your soul. It was a terrifying game. Jesus. So I would play that. Um, I think I had Mario typing. Oh, that, that was, was fun. Yeah, I had that. Um, another one I had, which wasn't really a game, but I loved it. The one of my one of the first CDs I ever bought was Aerosmith Nine Lives. Nice. Um, it was just it was a great CD. I I loved it. It's still it's one of the first ones I ever bought, and I still holds a special place because it was a good album. But it was one of those enhanced CDs that you put in the computer, and it could do like unlock extra content. And this one it had its own little Guitar Hero type game. This was back in like '97, where it would play the song, and you could choose 
rhythm guitar, lead guitar, or bass, and you had to hit the space bar whenever a note came across the screen. Wow. And it would play the note for you. So it was actually – it was really cool. It was almost the precursor to anything Guitar Hero related. That's awesome. And yeah, other than that, pinball. You know what I was a big fan of? Me and my brother used to go on and uh, – we had Encarta 95. Okay. Which everything was narrated by Tom Selleck. Nice. Because, <laughs> you know, Tom Selleck, uh, amazing actor of the 90s. And he's also in Blue Bloods now. But um, we used to search dirty things, you know, like uh, the reproductive system. Of course. And hear Tom Selleck say penis and <laughs> talk about vas deferens. <laughs> and we, we were a big fan of that. We used to roll All around right. and laugh. Yeah. See, I was a little young to be doing that sort of thing. <laughs> but I, do, I was in fifth grade. What do you want? I was me? a little young yeah. to be doing that sort of thing. But I do remember I my penis in her. Just came to me one uh, another game that I used to play the hell out of. I loved it, and nothing gets more '90s than Chex Quest. I don't remember that. No, I don't remember. Every, that. They got into this thing in the '90s where everything had a computer game, and Chex cereal did, <laughs> and you played as like this this Chex dude on some distant planet who had to shoot these green slime aliens. It was basically Doom. But it was a first person shooter, except <laughs> instead of blood and demons, you were a checks man astronaut soldier. Checks man. Like soldier. your body was checks. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it was a good game though. You're a checks man. <laughs> Look if you do an image search for checks quest right now, I wouldn't right. see what's right, gonna pop up. Let's see if we can open find... up a tab. Oh man. Peter's all fucked up. <laughs> My Packard Bell is all fucked up. We're still using the same computer. And it runs like shit now. It's all slow. It's got that 14.4 modem. Oh, man. Recording this shit. Chex Quest, it was a free game. I got a whole gig of uh, hard drive here. One, one whole gig. <laughs> one gig. What did it say? It was called Chex Quest. Chex Quest. I'm pretty sure. Wait, Boom. Chex Quest There's downloaded. three of them. Chex- oh, it's got a wiki. See? A nonviolent first-person shooter from 1996. Wow. It was so good. I would like to read the wiki. It was, it was doomed. It's che- there's, <laughs> there's a ChexQuest.org, a fan page all about ChexQuest. <laughs> wow. It was such a good game. All right, let's see. And it was free. It has a legacy, <laughs> according see? to Wikipedia. I'm not alone in this. In modern times, ChexQuest is often considered to be highly innovative and to have pioneered the use of licensed modding to insert product placement into established titles. Five million copies are released. The original CDs are uncommon on the secondary com- market, as they were noted by collectors as having great collectible value in the mid-90s. The game has attracted a sizable cult following, <laughs> and its fan base has been noted with interest by critics for the continued devotion to the game despite its great age. Other critics, however, have characterized the game as bad, even for a Doom clone. So people either love it or hate it. Yep. And people who love it are fanatical about it, apparently. <laughs> Maybe we'll see some Chex Quest cosplay. I, no, I, I think this people walking around giant waffles. I guarantee, <laughs> if I threw a Chex Quest costume together for like Wizard World or something, <laughs> guarantee I'd get stopped so many times for pictures because you'd look like a giant fucking Chex <laughs> walking around. They wouldn't know you're from Chex Quest. I think we're gonna Google search like Chex Quest cosplay. I will after this. You're I want to find out. Search it first. I want to see how much this shit goes for. You Twenty still... bucks. I can get that. Oh, it was an AOL serial promo. Yeah. yeah it, again, it was free. Look at thirty-five bucks. Buy it now. <laughs> Jesus. This was a free game that came in a box of cereal. All right, let's check out completed listings. That's where the money's <laughs> going to be here. Forty-five dollars. <laughs> Buy oh, it now. Someone great. paid forty-five dollars for Chex Quest. 
ten dollars. Twenty six, twenty. These are all sold prices, by the way, people. Twenty eight, still sealed. Twenty eight. Oh man! And it came with fifty free hours of AOL. That guy paid forty five fucking dollars for Chex Quest. <laughs> forty five dollars. Three fifty shipping. Let's not forget. What the fuck? <laughs> That's insane. I. I spent just a little bit more than that on Moonwalker today. So. Yeah, but that's different. <laughs> <laughs> that is also a shitty game with a cult following. That's a great game, Moonwalker. <laughs> Chex Quest is also a great game. Apparently it is. It's $45. you got to get on your arcade cabinet. You need Chex Quest. I could probably get it on there. You better get it on your arcade cabinet. Chex Quest cosplay. cosplay. I need to know if this exists. Come on, come on. Can't be cosplay. It's a YouTube. Oh, no. It's game audio. I don't think anyone's done it. I feel like this needs to be a thing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> we should get Richie to make a new forum dedicated to Chex Quest cosplay. <laughs> oh, my I God. I think a Zorch cosplay? There I'm was... already working on my Chexter costume for <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> a six-foot-tall, square-armored man with just his eyes speaking out through a hole in his costume may be very scary for young children. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? There's a whole forum. Oh, my God. This is a whole website. Yeah, ChexQuest. This is amazing. <laughs> Holy <laughs> People are out of their minds. You can find a fan page for anything. And it's not like Dude, it was made back in like 1995. No. This was updated in January. Dude, the general Today. discussion the general discussion page has 81,846 posts in it alone. And the last post was yesterday. Yeah. Oh my god. These are all current. <laughs> Wow. That's incredible. How much can you talk about ChexQuest? <laughs> Clearly, it has a following. Clearly. People are out of their fucking minds. You kind of want to join the forum now, don't you? And just start trolling people. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not getting to that yet. End of the world news. There is a forum for Chex-quest. a 20-year-old PC game that was a serial uh, tie-in. Famous! <laughs> Which is what you did after you had too many ChexQuests. Yeah, clearly. That's actually what the villains looked like. It was a little green blob. Chex mix. <laughs> Hear the sex from me. That is, it's so 90s. It's amazing. Man, I've never even heard of that. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. People are crazy. Well, I hope some of your listeners out there will come back to you on Twitter or Facebook and talk about their love of Chex Quest. Talk about their uh, Chex Quest cosplay. Their, their Chex Quests, if you will. <laughs> their quests with Chex involving <laughs> checks exactly <laughs> oh man <laughs> I someone out there had to have played it can't have been just me or whatever the weirdos are on the forums oh my god yeah people are out of their minds oh my god I mean back in the 90s I wasn't wasn't doing anything much different you know I was I was playing I, I mean like I said you were looking up I was looking up with Tom Selleck <laughs> I, was, I was listening to Tom Selleck talk about the vast deference and <laughs> testicles and I used to <laughs> I did think it was really funny because at one point, like, we looked up the article on testicles, and uh, I wonder if that's on YouTube. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was a fan page dedicated to Tom Selleck saying dirty words. <laughs> oh man! But it was funny because the testicles description would uh, talk about, um, you know, the testicles. <laughs> and, oh my god, I do remember this. And then in the middle of it, he would just all of a sudden go from testicles to the testes. I used to think that was really funny. Here's the Encarta intro. Wow. I remember this now. I don't think I ever did this because I looked too smart and not, bo- not fun. You don't understand. Willie was a salesman. 
say oh simply, God, I remember that, like, clicking music. very simply, uh-huh. with hope, good morning. Good morning. Card a commercial, and I can't find it. Okay, here's here's uh, them talking about basketball. <laughs> so, you want to play some basketball? Let's just... Cheetah. Look at all the other Encarta things you can click on the side there. One of them has to be a thing. What, like a medical thing? Or Russian constitutional crisis, or astronauts. Venus flight. My YouTube's going to think I'm crazy because I'm looking up Encarta 95 penis. (laughs) (laughs) Dick 95 on snare drill. No, I can't find it. Oh, well. Spider-Man Cartoon Maker was was the thing that I played the most, though, in the 90s. Nostalgia. (laughs) this here? Uh, someone making a cartoon. Um. <laughs> okay. I'm sure you could download that cartoons. somewhere. Probably. Welcome to the Spider-Man Cartoon Maker, where your imagination is the real superhero. This is basically the intro here. It shows you, like, how they can make cartoons. <laughs> so there's dialogue boxes uh-huh. <laughs> No one would ever be able to draw this, by the way. Because you get look how perfect those lines are. Right? Does anybody else do this? No way. It's not 1995. You can. Unless you had some sort of tablet attached, which didn't exist back in the day. No. Although it's a pretty good tutorial on how to draw those right now. Yeah. Scratch pad. Never on this. Oh hi! <laughs> oh hi! <laughs> well, there's a the new profile picture right there. <laughs> well, there's the picture for the. Uh, <laughs> that's the picture we'll use on the podcast hi. link. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Alan. Wow. <laughs> So yeah, Spider Man. That's the '90s for you. Yes. So while we were gone, uh, Harrison Ford almost died. Yeah, that's I think scary, we should touch man. upon. That was really scary. All of a sudden, I'm checking the news and it's like Harrison Ford critically injured. Like what? It's like not hell? like this. And what was great was watching the progression of the news stations and people on Twitter going from like, "Oh my God, he's like dead," and everyone being all sad and everything, and then he's alive. Oh, what an idiot crashing his plane and yeah. like Jesus! So like, he was okay. Then the Millennium yeah. Falcon was everywhere. Yeah, the Millennium Falcon was everywhere. And then Good Morning America the next morning, right? I was I couldn't believe it. They played the clip from Last Crusade where no. he goes, "Fly, yes, land, no." Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, dude, that's way too soon for that. Wow! And for a news station to do that, yeah. Like, one of our asshole friends, I expect that. Yeah, you would expect but that from, Good like, Morning a, America? Really? a radio show or something like that. But oh, my God, that's terrible. <laughs> unbelievable. Like, really, dude? It's a little soon. Come on now. Come on, brah. But, yeah, he's okay, which is great. Great news. Um, and it was really crazy because uh, the day that that happened, I actually watched Indiana Jones all day because it, yeah, it, like it snowed like a motherfucker here. Mm-hmm. And I called out of work. Good um, man. Like, you know, I don't want to die, you know. Who else would be bringing you this podcast right now? So, um, 
And so that happened. I was watching the Indiana Jones marathon, and then that happened. I was like, "What the fuck, man? It's crazy! Don't kill, don't kill Indiana Jones. I hope he never dies. No, saddest day ever. One of the saddest days ever. He is a very crotchety old man. So, yeah, I did like when he t- <laughs> when he's in Bruno, Bruno. for five seconds. That was seconds. the best part of Bruno. That was the best part of Bruno. There's five seconds. It's the only thing worth watching. You're right. Yeah, so Harrison Ford's okay, which is great news. I know. It's great. And he's back. He's ready to fly the Falcon again in episode seven soon. That's right. Hopefully it doesn't break anything <laughs> again. So I, I would be crushed if uh, Harrison Ford died, and I'd also be crushed if this guy died. Would you have some breaking news for her? Hi, I'm Eric Roberts. I'm told to tell you where I was born, Biloxi, Mississippi. I was raised in Atlanta, Georgia, and New Orleans, and uh, I'm a Southern American French. <laughs> this is Eric Roberts News. Before we get to the actual news, I have something related to Eric Roberts' news. Uh-oh. Hi, I'm Eric Roberts. Oh, okay. I never realized, because, as you know, I had never seen the movie um, Moulin Rouge. Yep. I had never seen it until Valentine's Day that just passed. I decided, you know what? It's Valentine's Day. I'm looking for something semi-romantic to watch. Let's give this a shot. I've always heard it's amazing. I want to wrestle you so freaking bad. And that's uh, <laughs> yeah, what the Duke was saying the whole time. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Actually, he was more like... Pretty much. Because I deserve it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's actually perfect. That is. Yeah. Um, so I watched it. I loved it. I thought it was a great movie. It is a great movie. It was, so much, it was really fun. Great music. Great sets. Everything First was time awesome. I ever saw it was uh, end of my senior year in yearbook class. They played it on VHS. Wow. And I said, no, fuck this. I'm not going to watch this. This is stupid. I uh, put on – I had a laptop in front of me because mm-hmm. it's yearbook, so all you do is work on laptops the whole time. And, uh, like, I kept catching myself, like, looking over, <laughs> looking over, and then, like – Oh, that's it. Class is over. And then the next day, I didn't even get the laptop out. Because I had to see, you know, right. I got into it. It was a good one. But and then I bought it and all that stuff. So. I had never seen it, so I watched it recently. Yeah. And then, and then I had seen the Mr. Brightside video for The Killers, which stars Eric Roberts. Yep. Now, the Duke. I've seen that video a bunch of times. I've known it for a while. But I had never seen Moulin Rouge until recently. I never knew it was the same damn thing. It's the same I never knew thing. the killers were just copying Moulin Rouge for their video. Yes. Because, yeah, you're right. Eric Roberts is the Duke. He is. And I really wish he would have been the Duke in Moulin <laughs> Rouge now. Well, it's it's. Well, it's good to see his smarmy looks and, like, being cocky and being an asshole eating an apple because that's all people who are assholes do is eat apples. Um, <laughs> that's, how, that's how you know if you want your character to be a jerk. Have him eat an apple. Well, he's eating an apple and just, like, undressing women with his eyes in that video. And it's like, man, you've been awesome as the Duke. So it gave me a new, even more appreciation for Mr. Eric Roberts than I had before. So sorry to divert our actual news story, but it just it was a related no, thing, and I felt like it had to be said that little did I know, he basically had a role in Moulin Rouge. Oh, yeah, and uh, and he was great in it. Yes. He's a great Duke. He would have been a great foil for you and McGregor, mm-hmm. which they should do a movie together. It'd be awesome. They should. But we have more pressing Eric Roberts. We news. do. Hi, I'm Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts' fanny pack is missing. <laughs> Guys, this has been going for like two weeks now. It's it's gotten serious. Just, I think we should like put out like a Twitter APB for Eric Roberts' fanny pack. I mean, so, he tried. He did. He he went on a uh, Facebook uh-huh. and made a status. Here we go. And I quote: <laughs> "Need your help finding. Get ready for it." My fanny pack. It's what I use for everything from chapsticks. <laughs> he has more than one. <laughs> I know, right? Like chapsticks. Chapsticks. <laughs> chapsticks to my passport when I travel, which is a lot. Lost somewhere in Rome. See, the fucking guy's a world traveler. 
Very much need it back. It's a black fanny pack slash waist bag that is pictured on wireimage.com. In fact, hilariously enough, thanks, friends. So there's pictures all throughout the status of him and his fanny pack that is missing. I want to Photoshop a sad face on it. <laughs> or put like a, it on a milk carton. <laughs> so we have no updates. This on was February 17th. He lost it in the room. As of this, as of this current recording, it has yet to be discovered. That's right. And so, people are asking him on his face. Well, hey, did you find it? So and nobody is responding. By this point, it might be long gone. He may have just got a new passport and new chapsticks. <laughs> you know, we only have <laughs> it's you, me, and Dean Cameron from summer school, who are his only mutual friends. <laughs> who I'm also friends with, by the way. <laughs> well, maybe that's the problem. We need to have more people be fans of Eric Roberts. Seriously, if you're I listening mean, to this, we did build the Feld Army. We did so the Feld Mansion. We built it brick by brick. We I, th- did. I, like I think. think like part of the Feld Mansion. Should have our name on it. You, uh, me, and Mark Poulton helped build the, F- the Feld Mansion brick by brick. Yeah, we emotionally and physically helped. We could that. help him become Batman, Feldman. Mm-hmm. I, we would all be Alfred. We could Without be three Alfred. We could be Alfreds. Exactly, <laughs> and get, carry chapsticks whenever he needed them. And I'll say, "Will you be wanting the Lamborghini, sir?" <laughs> and I'll say, "Lamborghini? No way. I'm taking the Maserati." Yes, and then someday in the future, I'll. Vacation in Rome with a black fanny pack. <laughs> and I'll look over to my side. <laughs> oh, my God. With your drink. <laughs> and you'll nod your head. And I... <laughs> <sighs> oh. Him and Eric Roberts will just turn and nod. Eric Roberts and will be Catwoman and he'll be... <laughs> It's like a whole Photoshop thing I want to make now. <laughs> Eric Roberts will take <laughs> with the pearl necklace. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll redo the whole ending for Dark Knight oh, Rises. <laughs> I think Dolphin would approve. I think so. <laughs> Just all of us sitting at a table. We all nod back at them. Mm-hmm. Put a tracker in the fanny pack. <laughs> Each chapstick has a tracker. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, if you've seen Eric Roberts' fanny pack, okay, so it's black. It's black. <laughs> There's no distinguishing marks whatsoever. It's, it's black. black. It has more than one tube of chapstick in it. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should fucking take a picture of a black fanny pack that we find it like dicks and be like, dude, I fa- I went to Rome last week and I found your fanny pack sitting on the I ground. Just buy like ten chapsticks, throw in there. <laughs> yeah, we'll throw. Every kind of chapstick. Sorry, there was no money or passports, but this has to be yours. You know what would be even better is if we filled it to the top with chapsticks and we took a picture of it. We're like, I think we found your fanny pack. <laughs> Just oh chapsticks everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. So that's Eric Roberts' news. Yes. <laughs> if, you're, if you're in Italy, please, good luck and be on the hunt for this prestigious piece of wardrobe. Oh, man. I wanted to read that, too. Damn. Well, we'll read it now. We'll read that. Oh, Jesus. So, uh, hopefully Eric Roberts gets his uh, fanny pack back. Yeah, but we'll, in the meantime, we'll I mean, we can, we can all chip in and, and buy him a new one. I, I mean, you can afford the guy's like in. That. Yeah, the guy can buy a new one, but I think it's, it'd be nice if we... I think it's sentimental value. I mean, it was yeah. probably a personal fanny pack. Probably. Maybe he, like, uh, 
If he got it from someone special to him. Maybe. Maybe he got it from, like, you know, the Duke. Maybe. It's it's like Star-Lord's fucking Walkman. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a whole new movie scenario I'm it is. right now. No, I gotta go back and get my fanny pack. <laughs> what a moron. So let me get some Sergio news so we yeah. can break this up here. <laughs> Who's getting more pussy? That's not the part. <laughs> I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh So that's uh, Synergy News. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, Also, I want to talk about this. And uh, uh, while we were gone, uh, the Stephen Hawking movie won the Oscar for the best actor. Yes, it did. Which I thought was kind of crazy. I wonder if he'll leave us another voicemail to celebrate. I mean, I'm curious what he feels about that kid from Les Miserables. Like... I, I'd want to actually interview him. I know he doesn't like us very much. No, he doesn't. But I'm curious what he has to say about that Oscar win. Because I didn't think that kid was that good in Les Miserables and his weird fish face. He's, he has a really weird face, but I guess it fits for Stephen Hawking. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. hey So, uh, Synergy News. Right. Uh, Camden Comic Con was last weekend, which I got asked to do kind of last minute. It was like a week or two notice mm-hmm. about that, maybe a week and a half notice. Uh, and I'm really glad I did it because it was a fucking awesome show. Okay. It was like uh, South Jersey Geek Fest uh, or RetroCon or one of those other I ones. was meaning to go, but I just started feeling like crap that day and just, well, didn't. It's, uh, it was a lot of the same people from Geek Fest, like dealer-wise. Okay. Uh, but it was all different artists. A lot of artists I never met before. Sweet. Um, uh, some dealers I never met before, but uh, the video game guy that you got the Moonwalker from was there too. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was, it was awesome. Like uh, once I found out that I, I did it, or that I, I booked it, you know, as a guest. I went out and bought a bunch of uh, blank sketches, blank uh-huh. sketch covers. And I started to do them, and I did. I bought a Spider-Gwen one. Because Spider-Gwen, I don't know if you guys know this at home, but Spider-Gwen is like the new hotness. If, did you you know about the Spider-Gwen I'm phenomenon, right? Spider-Gwen, yeah. Because as soon, as soon as that was part of the Spider-Verse, and everyone uh-huh. saw that image and thought it was amazing. Yeah. And it, it was really unique. It was pretty awesome. Your costume is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like... All white. It's not like a speck of dirt on it. So she kind of like blends in when you draw her. She's literally all white. And then she just has like the purple inside with the white webs. Right. So oh, it's an awesome character design. Yeah. So Spider-Gwen is like everyone goes crazy for Spider-Gwen. Like she is like vanilla ice cream flavored nipples. So <laughs> – uh, or beer flavored nipples if you're Heath Ledger and 10 things about you. So uh, Spider-Gwen, I – bought a blank of and had a image of spider-man and spider-gwen kind of holding each other's faces mm-hmm. like and i <laughs> specifically used for reference nicholas sparks movie posters oh no you and, know what now do you mention it yeah i see it now and i will show you which one i used it was, it was uh the channing tatum one wasn't it no it was not the channing tatum one it was um the miley cyrus one. Oh, i forgot she did one that's right, and nobody nobody knows that one. The last song is the poster uh, I used with uh, Thor's little brother. So let me uh, find this poster I for you. I forgot about that movie. Everyone did. 
But I, I thought it was like the valve. I thought it was perfect office. reference. First thing I did was Google. Oh wow! First, yep, I see it. <laughs> first now. thing I did was Google Nicholas Sparks posters because that's the kind of thing I wanted to do, and I thought the last song would be perfect. So that's what I used for reference. Wow, is the last song? Here. Yeah, so I used the last song poster for reference. You can Google that uh, if you have a hot second. And as soon as I put it on the table, it sold. Wow. Yeah, it was like this giant dude, and he's like, he just like stopped in his tracks, and he's like. I love Spider Gwen. It's like I love Spider Gwen. Da 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 da. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't get her first appearance. She's like the new hotness now. And we like talked about Spider Gwen for a while because I only collect Amazing Spider Man. And this was Edge of Spider Verse number two. Mm -hmm. Like, who the fuck would think to pick that up? You know, someone who saw Spider Gwen and wanted to get it. Exactly. Like I thought about getting Edge of Spider Verse number five just because it was the weird Gerard Way story. Uh huh. I never caught on. So now that book is like new hotness. So I bought Spider-Gwen number one and did the sketch on that. And I wish I bought like five more of those. Well, well but I only bought one. Hunt for them. I'm sure yeah. find them. So I'm going to do one for maybe every Nicholas Sparks movie. <laughs> oh, man. So that sold right away. I did an Ultron one, which hasn't sold yet, but that's... That's a good one. Yeah, I like that one. That was my first time ever drawing Ultron. you got to start doing a sketch cards of Spider-Gwen, I guess, now. Also. Yes, definitely. I'm Yeah. Or I, a print of some kind. Yeah. I have an idea for a great print that I'm going to do, but I'm not going to talk about it on the air because it's... Is it another romantic comedy movie? No, it's another jam piece with a bunch of characters. Oh, jam. Which people seem to like. Everyone gave me feedback at uh, Camden that they like those. Mm -hmm. Someone actually came up to my table and was like, I really like your crossovers. I was like, oh, thanks. But it was cool. Like It was like people who were generally interested. And it was one of those conventions where people just kind of came in off the street Mm -hmm. and like loved everything because it was free. It was free to get in. You can't beat that. So everyone just like kind of showed up and we're like, hey, what's going on in here? Like kind of wandered in and then they were like, that's a free thing to spend this Saturday. Yeah. And it was, it was great. It was a beautiful day. Um, they had like food trucks out there. The parking lot was literally right across the street. So you didn't have to walk around Camden. You know, you just parked and then you were there. Perfect. And it was a giant parking lot. It was like Rowan's parking lot. And it's right there. I've never been to Rutgers. I wasn't sure how. I've only been there like once before. And, uh, I took the practice there and that was it. But you're definitely, um, for next year, I guess, if they have another one. I'm totally be- coming back to that. Definitely. That's, like, one of my new shows now. Nice. I loved it. And the people who run the show are just, like, former students. And they were really cool, nice people. They also had some musical guests, too. They had a big stage in the room. It was in the gym. Okay. So it was, like, the whole athletic center where the basketball games are for Rutgers. Okay. So it was a lot like Geek Fest. Right. So they had a stage. <clears throat> and um, and there was a guy who did, like, um, bit tunes first. Okay. And then there was a band that actually came up and did rock versions of old cartoon music. Really? So they did Captain Planet, oh, which man. was really good. Um, Doug, and the one guy, the one guy was actually wearing a Beats like World Tour T-shirt, the bass player. It was just a great band. Like, uh, it was, guess their name or now? It's probably on their website. Huh. I'll have to look it up. Let me see if I can find it. I'll just look up Camden Comic Con band because there wasn't many. It was like two bands, so. Let me see if I can find it. That's oh, probably under guests. Yeah, apparently it's their last performance too. They introduced themselves <laughs> as their it's their last performance, so oh. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that, but let's see, let's see. Ba-ba-boom. Knuckle puck time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So obviously it's a it is a band's too. farewell performance. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, so you missed it. <laughs> Man. But they might be on YouTube. Yeah, they're no, but the reference is. They're on YouTube. Huh. 
don't see any cartoon intro music though. Is this them? It should be. <coughs> yeah, it's all New Jersey stuff. Huh. I can't imagine there being another band named uh, Knuckle Puck in New Jersey. <laughs> Knuckle Puck time in New Jersey. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, Knuckle Puck I time. Know, so farewell. I don't know. I can't find it. Anyway. Whatever. Uh, it was a great show. I had a lot of fun. And uh, I'm definitely going back to it. Nice. So uh, I will also, apparently, as of this podcast, I am going to be at the Carmike Movie Theater doing Avengers art on Avengers opening night. Okay. Um, I am going to see it on the 30th because they're having 7 o'clock shows. I haven't gotten tickets or anything yet. They're having 7 o'clock shows on April 30th now. Mm-hmm. I saw a bunch of theaters. So I'd like to do that. And then go to the movie theater the next night, like the Friday. Right. So I'm going to have a bunch of blank sketch covers there. I think I talked about that on the show. So I have the Ultron one still. I'm going to do a Hulkbuster. I'm going to do a Cap one and a Thor one. Okay. So so I'll be working on those. And then the new print for probably Wizard World and maybe, hopefully, Free Comic Book Day if I get it done <laughs> by then. So, yeah. And then uh, I will be ready to go for all that stuff. Be also, a busy couple months. Yeah. Also, I uh, signed up for an online class, which is like my first time doing an online class since college, mm-hmm. uh, on Udemy, which is like an online school where you can take courses and everything. Okay. And um, let me see if I can – if it's on here. So, yeah, I took an uh, online course on figure drawing. Okay. And I'm still working on it right now, but it's, it's like uh, a bunch of oh, – here it is. It's a bunch of uh, lessons. It's like 60 videos on different <coughs> parts of the human anatomy. Okay. And then it's got like uh, – I believe the instructor is from uh, San Francisco Art School. Hmm. But it was it was only like 19 bucks. It was okay. on sale. It's usually 29 so it's, it's already not expensive. And I tried to take a figure drawing class at my old community college back in the day, and it was like 200 bucks. I signed up. I paid for it. And um, – here the class got canceled because not enough people signed up. So I had figured I'll do it this way, you know? Why not? Yeah, exactly. It's only 19 bucks. Can't hurt. No, and I have this forever. Like, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, once I pay for it, I you own all the videos. Skills. Yeah. Why well, I can go on this site whenever oh, on sweet. Udemy. So it's not like, you know, once the once I watch all the videos, they, they're gone or anything like that. They're just always there. So yeah, and Udemy offers all kinds of courses, like how to use WordPress, JavaScript, you know, anything. You can pretty much find a course on how to do anything in this. How to uh, find Eric Roberts' fanny pack is on Really? Here. That's a course? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't he just take that? I don't know. How to draw sexy women. How to draw even sexier women. How to draw naked sexy women. How to draw Instagram bitches. <laughs> to draw selfies i don't know so it's it's cool i don't know i like it so far i just started it um i'm excited if there is a course on how to make your drawings look like the aha take on me video i will take that you should take that but it has to specifically say you will look like the aha take on me video because that's the only art i want to be able to do that sounds good it's just be able to draw myself in a mirror looking all 80s and sketchy with some dude with a pipe wrench coming after me that's the dream Sure. <clears throat> Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> it's a great video. It is a good video. <laughs> I've always loved the, the animation of that video, and I even watched it again recently, and it's not really anything 
complex, but it's, it's a great video. It just sticks out. It's fucking classic. Like when I was a kid, because I've always liked comic books and all that stuff. Right. It was like this is the best music video I've ever seen in my entire life. You know, and everybody knows it. Right. You know, it's one of those videos that everybody knows, and kids who don't even watch, you know, there's no music videos now. I mean, there are, but nobody knows. Yeah, them. no one knows them. No one watches them. But kids, <laughs> kids today even know that video. Right. You know, that was even one of the few Family Guy quick jokes and references that worked. It was just it lasted. Yeah. When he pulled Chris into that video. Yeah, that's I was it was grocery shopping. Yeah, and he opened the freezer, and the guy's hand came out like waved him in. <laughs> He's like, oh my god! <laughs> I loved it when I saw that. I went, yay! <laughs> but it was Family Guy, so yeah. all right, all right, all right. McConaughey loves it. Yeah. By the way, uh, speaking of McConaughey, you know he was in uh, Tropic Thunder. Yeah. I am really hoping he's in Zoolander too, which which is starting to get some press. That's right. Yeah, because that got announced at the Paris uh, Fashion Week or whatever. Yeah, right? because Ben Stiller directed. Tropic Thunder. Oh, true. So I would love it if McConaughey popped up in that doing something. <laughs> that would be so good. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic for Zoolander too. I love the first one. So do I. <laughs> I think it's going to be good because Ben Stiller movies are all of his movies he's directed are actually really good. Yeah, that's true. Like, I think his sense of humor is still there. Like he he does all these like everyman roles, right? Just so he can like get money and paid and shit but i think like his like passion is still like these stupid comedies that he's always done like well, the ben stiller the show the last one i think he directed was that secret life of walter mitty and that was kind of more Did serious and i think so hmm. that one was kind of out there but that was i liked it yeah i never um, saw it. it it's decent sean penn's in it for a hot second but it doesn't matter I, i'm pissed that sean penn's in that new movie with my boy Idris Elba. Yeah, what are you gonna do? That. Your favorite and your most hated are in a movie together. <laughs> I know. I can't. I'll just wait for more Luther, which the is gunman. coming. It's coming soon. Luther's the best show ever. Where you see Sean Penn with a shotgun with American badass playing in the background. Yeah, what the fuck is that? That's so <laughs> dumb. Like Sean Penn as Liam Neeson in The Gunman. No, Sean Penn is. He's not scary not. at all. He's a rat face fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's here, so talk about his pointy nose or his pointy chin or something. Seriously. Take his pointy nose and his pointy chin and get the fuck out. It does apply to him. It does. It does apply to him. I think it's more appropriate for him than Bill, Bill Hader. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. <laughs> I just hope it'd be cool if McConaughey shows up. I hope Billy Zane shows up. Oh, God, that would be even better. Billy Zane has to have an appearance in that you know, movie. <laughs> we watched Titanic the other day. I forget why, but Titanic was on AMC all day long. One day, mm-hmm. I don't even know why, but AMC Probably was like Valentine's Day or something like that. Oh, you know, what? it was Valentine's okay. Day. Okay, yeah, that's why. So I watched it, and I didn't even realize how terrible Billy Zane is in that he's movie. Ba- he's not good at anything. He okay? is fucking awful in that movie. He is not good at anything. He's so bad. <laughs> Next time you watch Titanic, seriously, if you're listening to this, if you watch Titanic, just watch Billy Zane the whole movie. It's it turns into a comedy real quick. Let me tell you, it's a movie about everyone dying on a boat, but it becomes really funny really quick. <laughs> Because Billy Zane can't act for shit. <laughs> uh, he's great in Zoolander because he's just himself. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to your friend Billy Zane. <laughs> Put a cork in it, Zane. <laughs> I really hope he shows up for the sequel. Oh, dude, he's so bad in Titanic. Like, he's like, I don't know, like, uh, he comes in and out of, like, this weird English highbrow Connecticut accent and just goes in and out the whole movie. And then he'll be like, uh... He talks to his assistant, who's the scientist from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. 
the whole movie, and he's just like, oh, I don't understand. You must find her. He should have had the Duke. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's like, I don't care where they are. Just find find them. Find her. When they're, like, missing on the boat. And, like, the way he says it, he's just it's so dumb. You're, <laughs> such a, you're so terrible. Yeah, this is only a year after his, you know, starring role as the Phantom. You know, so. I saw the Phantom in theaters, too. I was pissed I didn't have that ring. And I had the ring. I wanted the ring. I got the and ring. And there was this kid I didn't like in elementary school that had the ring. I didn't, and made me like him even less. It's like, I damn, I ring. wanted that ring. I didn't even like the movie that much. I just wanted the ring. Seriously, the ring was awesome. It was that his skull on it. Like, I liked the shadow more as a movie, but it had the ring. Yeah. The ring was cool. I'd like to give the Phantom another shot. I haven't seen that in... I haven't seen Jesus it since Christ, theaters, probably. probably. Like 20 years, well, close yeah. to. That'd be a good double feature, yeah, Phantom in the Shadow. Maybe after we do the, the Feldman uh, marathon that Mark Poulton does. By the way, this is an idea we should probably talk about in the podcast. Is Mark Poulton came up with the brilliant idea that we should watch Corey's movie and do a live podcast while we watch it. I'm in. And then maybe upload the movie or footage from the movie, since we're talking about the movie, mm-hmm. like the parts we specifically focus on, and have the whole thing on, on my website. The problem is some of those movies we really like and we wouldn't talk about. We would just sit and watch and enjoy. You're probably right. Maybe Last Resort would be the best idea to yeah, watch. Like we have that. to look at bad for you. <laughs> yeah. Blown Last Resort, away. Last Dream a Little Dream 2. Yes. Those are the ones where it's like we have to watch yeah, this. Because Lace is the Drive, we would just laugh. That, that picture, I mean, it's been five years since Corey Ham passed away. And yeah. Mark Poulton posted the picture. Is that his collection? I think it is, yeah. Oh, my God. He's dude. got them all. He has every Corey Ham movie. He does. We gotta run out of theater. <laughs> I think it's possible. The Corey's Film Festival and the Feld Mansion. I think I think we can make it. We've been talking about this for a couple of years now. <laughs> One of these years, we're gonna get Corey to listen, and he's gonna be in on it. Feldman's gonna say, "Come on, guys, let's party," and we will. That's right. We'll go. <laughs> Okay. All right, then done. we'll all start, you know, singing "Get Out of My Dreams," "Get Into My Car," and it'd be a great time. And then we'll go to Rome and nod as he's often, you know, he's a little Italian coffee shop with Eric Roberts in the fanny pack. <laughs> Eric Roberts. <laughs> Eric Roberts' fanny pack's got to show up somewhere during the, the Feld. It's probably at the Feld Mansion. He just doesn't want to tell anyone. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Rome. Uh, yeah, it's in Rome. If you find it, and Feldman's just been giving shit away. Also, I saw. Um, it was back in January. He posted something like, "Hey guys, I'm in Vancouver. Um, and I'm getting rid of my skis. I'm getting rid of my I snowboard. Yeah, he's getting rid of his shit. snowboard and his snow boots. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm getting rid of this. Um, but you have to come pick it up. I'm in Vancouver, in Canada. I'll sign it, but you got to come get it. You know what you got to do. You got to get out of my dreams, get into your car, and drive over and pick it up. Hit it. I got Mercedes." Oh yeah, such a good song. <laughs> this can be the intro to the podcast. <laughs> the Feldman. <laughs> hey, you, you, get into my car. Who me? Yes, you. <laughs> get into my car. <laughs> Billy freaking Ocean. Hell, it is Billy Ocean. This video. What's really happening to Billy Ocean? He is still alive. He's got to be still alive. I've never watched this video. He looks like an old Eddie Murphy. With a lot of more hair. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Or Arsenio Hall. He's in the middle of the two, yeah, definitely. 
pop up. And he has animated car wash flipper thing. Oh, oh wait, man, it's going underwater. It's cartoon water. He's singing, and there's there's cartoon fish. <laughs> Music video. <laughs> this, is, this is the second best animation I've seen in the music video. This chick just took off her car wash uniform and she's dancing in a gold dress. What's black? I'm not sure. That's enough of that. <laughs> I could watch that all day. Yeah, probably. <laughs> wow, so. How come when I go to a car wash it's not like that? That'd be, you know, if car wash is more like that, I think people would have such. Like everyone would have clean cars. I think there would be no dirty cars Easily. on the road. Everyone would want to get kissed by cartoon. Everywhere. Who cares? Everyone would want to be kissed by cartoon fish. <laughs> I don't even need to be in the car wash. I'd want to be kissed by cartoon fish. That's see, that's the dream. Yep, but then it could be a nightmare if it's like Cool World. Oh, true. Let's not talk about that. That's a terrible movie. <laughs> cool World's like become an actor. Seriously, Cool World's like if you know, like I if know. I drew Roger Rabbit. If the, yeah, if the. Like, <laughs> It's so terrible. Like, if the cartoon fish were, like, holding knives and they try to stab you in the dick the whole time, it'd be it'd be so bad. It would be funny if you tried to draw Roger Rabbit, though. I am not a good artist at all. Cool World's almost like if it was the end of the world or something. What the hell? This is End of the World News. Not the beat! Not, not the beast. <laughs> I should just isolate the the Nicolas Cage scream. Ah, ah. Oh, there's pl- we, could, we could have a whole series of Nicolas Cage noises. <laughs> we should just make a button of various Nicolas Cage noises. True. All right. So what do we got? All right. So uh, this is a. I think this is the one that I shared on your wall. Yeah. Yep. So Florida news. We got a, a bunch of stories from Florida today. A naked woman stopped traffic on Sunday night when she touched herself in front of one couple's car and then climbed onto the hood in Orlando, right outside Disney. Oh, Minnie, why are you doing these things? While atop the vehicle, Amy Carter, 31 years old, stomped on the hood and threw a cell phone at the car stopped behind the vehicle this she was standing on. This is a on. cell phone! <laughs> My dad's not a phone. Duh! Carter was arrested and then taken to Orange County Jail. She was charged with criminal mischief and exposure of sexual organs. The vast deference are... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Officers responded to East Park Street and Formosa Avenue around 11.15 p.m. when there was a naked woman walking in traffic. When the police arrived, they saw her walking in the middle of the avenue. She wasn't wearing any clothes. She appeared under the influence of a heavy unknown substance. (laughs) Probably uh, ecstasy or the like. She appeared in an altered mental state, displaying extremely irrational and volatile behavior. They asked her to get out of the street. She said no. She also resisted the officers who tried to remove her from the road by pulling and kicking her legs in the air. Once they wrestled her to the side of the road, they placed her in handcuffs and covered her in a blanket. She looks like a nice enough lady. She looks she like... She has no idea where she is right there. Clearly, she's looking like... What? Is that Where's a camera? The... Who are you? Now, like, do you just never go on Facebook ever again after something like yeah, this happens? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can't have any friends. You can't have any friends. Like, I always wondered that. Like, 
if you read a story like that with the person's like name and information, like do they just never do social media? No, you can never. You can never have friends. You can never leave your house again. Yeah, you just become like a recluse. You're, pretty You're already to recluse to yeah. have that happen. So I mean, what's the difference? <laughs> exactly. You basically just break into someone else's house and cook meth and blow up their house. Well, she's probably seeing cartoon fish swim around her. So you know what? She probably was, and she wanted to really blame her. She wanted them to kiss her other organs, her exactly. sexual organs, which is why she exposed them. <laughs> So this is fucking really crazy. I can't believe this. This guy is probably one of the biggest assholes we've ever talked about on here. And we've talked about many folks. A Florida man generously offered to treat his neighbors to a Tampa Bay Buccaneers football game may not have been so generous after all. Investigators said the suspect paid for the tickets using a credit card he stole from the people he invited to the game. Oh, my God. Anthony James David, 37, who I'm surprised is still alive after something like that happened was arrested Friday after fraud charges. The arrest came after the neighbor's bill and Melissa Callahan reported their credit cards had been used fraudulently to purchase a wide variety of goods and services, including flowers from a florist, food from Panera Bread, and $750 worth of legal services from an attorney. Okay, so this dude is using a stolen credit card for legal advice. Stolen credit card? (laughs) (laughs) Mr. McAllister? But the biggest score... David allegedly made off the Callahans is when he treated them to a Bucks game using their own cards without their knowledge. As it turned out, looking on our credit card statement, we had actually financed the entire day we spent with him. He seemed like a really nice guy. He seems like a nice guy. Introduced himself as a pharmaceutical rep. Everything seemed pretty accurate with what he was telling us. They knew him as Anthony Saglioka. Yeah, that was pretty good. But he had no idea he had stolen their identity until surveillance video from some of the alleged purchases implicated him. He's very skillful in the way he conducts himself. Investigators said David charged $2,969.38 on their credit card and then used $100 worth of stolen gift cards. He was arrested on 10 counts of theft of personal ID, fraudulent use of a credit card, grand theft, and dealing in stolen property. He was taken to the Hernando County Detention Center where he's being held on $29,000 bond. Oh, wait. It gets better. Read that last part. Debbie's accused he has a long history of fraud charges. 2008, he was accused of pretending to be a doctor. <laughs> it's like, catch you if you can. Then practicing medicine without a license. As well as identity theft and fraudulent use of a credit card. Do you concur? I should have concurred. Man, this guy is oh, the new the new catch you if you can, except much bigger guy. He got asshole. caught, though. Yeah. You don't take people to a football game on their credit card. That's, that's really fucking stupid. <laughs> Like not only is that a dick move, but that's that's fucking yeah stupid. That's crazy. What an asshole! Seriously, Florida, Florida, what a town! I'm never moving there ever. Uh, police arrest creeper who's allegedly grabbing women. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, like Justin Long gone wrong. Yeah. According to Broward Sheriff's Office, since December, police have been receiving complaints from women that a stranger had touched them inappropriately when they were walking in the Rock Creek subdivision of Cooper City. Tuesday night, police were in the area investigating when 911 received a call from a woman saying she'd been walking on the parkway when a man walked up behind her and grabbed her left buttock. Shortly afterwards, they found a 20-year-old resident, Kenneth Lopez, who said he admitted touching the woman. He's charged with five counts of battery. Grabbed her in the buttock. So a guy was walking around just pinching butt cheeks. Just butt grabber. He's grabbing the whole ham sandwich. Mr. Banana Grabber. (laughs) Uh, This is is one that I, I can't wait to read here. You've been excited about this one. I have. For well, some you know, reason. we'll we'll save this one. I want to read the raccoon story first. Okay. <laughs> we'll see which one loads first. Well, Not well, the poop story loaded first. 
Yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay, the raccoon story. Okay, so a 75-year-old... Oh, we lost it. Oh, wait. Oh, okay, 75-year-old woman was attacked by a rabid raccoon. So, uh, Cass Overton uh, was uh, in Henrico County, Virginia. She's 75 years old. A raccoon was confirmed yesterday to have rabies, uh, was rabid, and jumped out and tried to attack her. She was surprised by the raccoon while studying birds in a tree. She believes it emerged from a bamboo thicket. After being unable to shake off the violent animal, which had grabbed a hold of her pant leg and bit her at the same time, she took matters into her own hands. Like a mouse. And we have some music right here. (laughs) So the raccoon jumped out and grabbed her pant leg started biting her at the same time she started to move backwards from it she grabbed its neck she knew that she couldn't get away from it so she had a hold of its neck why are you little she said if i ran it would be faster than i would be it would just tear me to pieces tear me to pieces pieces so i threw it to the ground and then i strangled it with my bare hands if it bleeds we can kill it the animal stopped moving she made her way to find help and was taken via ambulance to a hospital where she started getting all kinds of rabies shots <laughs> I don't think we need that anymore yeah. so she strangled the raccoon and uh, it turns out she doesn't have rabies so uh, yeah good for yeah. her so a raccoon jumped out and the 75 year old lady just strangled the shit out of it and killed it I can't imagine a 75 year old doing it like I can't imagine my grandmother can you imagine you're walking down the fucking street and you see this <laughs> I can't imagine a little old lady strangling and murdering a raccoon, whether it's rabbit or not. Yeah, I would want to. Wa- I would like. I I'd would, watch. I would watch I'd that. Wanna, yeah. I'd, I'd want to help, but I wouldn't know what I'd do. I would like to know the sounds she, she was making. Pretty much. Ah, I all of it. Ah. <laughs> Look, while she's strangling this raccoon to death. I kill ya! Kill ya! I kill ya! Kill ya! Uh, oh wait, no wait. <laughs> I got a better sound. <laughs> she, wasn't, she wasn't making that sound. <laughs> Although she might be. Uh, that's the sound Eric Robertson makes when he finds his fanny pack. I would like to picture she's making. You shall not harm Harry Potter. The raccoon jumps out and she just grabs it. <laughs> oh Jesus! So the the raccoon died, and now the pièce de résistance. You've been waiting for this one. I've been waiting all day for this one. Here we go, and it is in Akron, Ohio. People are desperately searching for a serial pooprietor Pooper who has been terrorizing residents by pooping on and sometimes even in unsuspecting victims' cars. So he's pooping on, on and, and in, in cars. On and in. Since 2012, <laughs> Akron police have received at least 19 reports of feces appearing on the hoods and handles poop again. of residents' cars. <laughs> Lieutenant Rick Edwards told the Huffington Post those unlucky enough to have unlocked doors receive an even worse surprise. There is shit everywhere! One brave hero has had enough and set up a camera to flush out the suspect. He messed with the wrong guy. The unidentified man told Cleveland.com on Wednesday since last October his daughter's car has been shit on six oh times. <laughs> That's October. Why That's that? five months. That's five months. He's been shit on six times that in five car. months. Wow. Prompting the man to set up a camera took photos every 12 seconds for two weeks. Wow. Finally, at 4 a.m. on Tuesday, the diligent investigator captured a photo of a man with a deer-in-the-headlights look, pants halfway down, marking his territory. 
Edwards said that the crime an- crime analysts went through department database to see if others had complained about the pooper, only to find a trove of complaints dating back to two years. Oh Records God. obtained by the Huffington Post detail some of the calls. In May of 2012, an unknown suspect defecated on the passenger side door and quarter panel. The excrement did not cause any damage, but it did cause a big mess. Shit everywhere. The victim stated this is the second time this occurred, but didn't report it the first time. Well, obviously. You know, who the fuck did you call the police? The guy shit on my car. October of 2013, a victim said that an unknown suspect put feces under the hood of her vehicle. It's the third time this happened. Just three months later, reporters stated an unknown suspect defecated on her daughter's car. Third time that happened. And in 2014, a victim said they defecated on his car. And then smeared it all over the door, handle, and hood. The sixth time that Uh, happened. Look, there's now a map. The guy's shit map. They have like a crime map of shit, shit targets. With the absurdly alarming number of cases, there could be even more than what never went unreported. So there could be even more than this that just never got called in. Jesus Christ. We're it's saying a there, monster. Yeah. We're saying there are 19 cases. But even the most re- recent victim said this has been, do- been done to him seven or eight times. How many other people have fallen victim to this guy shitting on their cars? Just watch them and go without their business. Officers are determined to catch the suspect brown-handed. <laughs> so if the public and police can't identify the man based on the new photo, the APD is willing to get a DNA sample of the, the feces to solve the yeah, mystery. They have, like, it's right There's there. shit everywhere. You have his DNA. You have a, fi- a photo of him. How do you not know this dude? It's crazy. Oh, my God. And for the record, who poops that much? Yeah, no joke. To do it that many times? I love they have a picture of this guy doing it, too. What dick. You have his photo. You have his DNA. I like that he's wearing a hat, but he's got his pants around his ankles taking a shit. Like It's cold out. That'll keep you warm. <laughs> Maybe if you pull your fucking pants up and don't shit on someone's car, you won't be so cold, dumbass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> now it doesn't sound good. It all comes back to the car wash. What if this is what he's singing? Get out of my dreams. Don't shit on my car. Oh, it's so good. See, so yeah, that's the end of the world news. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, we found this video a couple months ago of, uh, what was it, like women trying to sing songs while stuff was happening to them in the nether regions? Yeah. That was a thing that happened. So there's a new one out now where a woman tries to read a book while she's doing stuff in her nether regions, which I thought would be kind of interesting to listen to. I want to hear how she reads. Let's find out. Audiobook time. One thing was for sure, you and I make love better than ordinary mor- mortals. I wonder if she's reading Fifty Shades. Let's see what the article tells me. It doesn't, doesn't have a name of no article. This is Man, Playboy. This is, wow. Um, it should at least tell you what she's reading, though. Maybe. It's probably Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm just going to assume it's Fifty Shades Whatever, of Grey. It's something. That's a fact. But do you know how to make love stay? I can't even think about that. The best thing I can do is play it day by day. In times like these, I'm not sure if any lovers have a chance. So basically, she's at a table with her iPad, and she's reading, and you can't see what's going on under the table. It's 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 safe for work, you actually. A, you hear a, a light buzz, though, in the background. Yeah, yeah. Let me put my headphones all the way on so I can listen. But you can't see what's going on under the table. You can assume. Don't let yourself be victimized by the age you live in. Uh-oh. Not the time. The times can't bring you down any more than the society when you put blame on society, then you end up turning for, to society for a solution. Like those poor neurotics at the care fest. 
There's a tendency today to absolve individuals of moral responsibility and treat them as victims of social circumstance. You buy that and you pay with your soul. It's not men who limit women. It's not straights who limit gays. It's not whites who limit yeah. blacks. Fast forward. Never dreaming one day, uh, froglish. There we go. <laughs> she would sail a moonlit ocean with a cargo. The buzzing of, is more intense now too in the earphones. Goofiness and love. She's a professional. She is. The sloop reached Honolulu on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> the following morning. Oh, the following morning. <laughs> he found the spot. <laughs> Bernard Mickey Wrangle, listed once again as T. Victrola Firecracker, flew home. <laughs> the buzzing is getting very intense. To whatever stings and honey awaited them in the vibrating American hive. Kind of appropriate. Who knows how to make love stay? One, tell love you're going to Junior's Deli on Flatbush Avenue in Brooklyn to pick up a cheesecake. If love stays, it can have half. It does. I don't know what this fucking book is. This but. is even making this video. Oh. Two, tell love you want a memento of it and obtain a lock of its hair. <laughs> Burn the hair in a dime store. <laughs> oh. Burn the hair in a dime store incense burner with a yin yang symbol on two sides. Dude, I think if I was that guy, I'd be like, Sh- shut up. It's enough of this book. This is. Face southwest. <sighs> Talk fast over the burning hair in a convince- convincingly exotic voice. <sighs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <sighs> Remove the ashes of the burnt hair and use them to paint a mustache on your face. (laughs) (laughs) Find love. (laughs) Tell you are someone new and it will stay. Wake love up in the middle of the night. Tell it the world is on fire. Dash to the bedroom window and pee out of it. What Uh, is this book? (laughs) I'm trying to like... That's the thing, it's like... How is she even getting into whatever's happening below the table? Because this book is horrid. Yeah, she should be reading Harry Potter like, while this is going this, on. This isn't... <laughs> oh, no. Seriously. Then Harry caught the... Oh, 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 no, stop it, Ron. Stop it. <laughs> like, this is... This is just not even entertaining. It's because it's a shitty book, whatever she's reading. I don't even know if it's Fifty Shades or not. This Occasionally is just... return to your bed. and it's... This can't be Fifty Shades. This is some terrible... Well, I mean, I heard Fifty Shades is terrible, too, but it doesn't sound like... Sure, love, that everything is going to be all I'll right. see what happens at the end. Fall asleep, and love will be there in the I morning. I mean, she's already kind of... Isn't it? <sighs> we only got 50 seconds left. Let's see, Let's right, see if she... Fi- grand finale. Here we go. <sighs> oh. <sighs> oh, there goes the book. She put the book down. It's down. It's down. <sighs> Uh, the book is just uh, the afterthought now. That screen's going to go black in a second. Oh. Wow. <laughs> she, she totally lost professionalism at the end there. Oh, back. She's done now. She's back. My name is Danielle, and that was Still Life with Woodpecker by Tom Robbins. All right, thank oh, you, because I will never fucking read that book. <laughs> God damn, Tom Fuck. Robbins. That was garbage. Yeah, seriously. Who's getting more pussy? Not that guy. 
I mean, that was probably the best review I've ever read. Yeah. That was, That's going to make me not read the book, but yeah. she was fantastic, though. Yeah. I watched more of her reviews. <sighs> <laughs> yeah. I would watch her review, like, Harry Potter. Like, you really want her to read Harry Potter. I think it would be hilarious. The Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. <laughs> that, <gasps> that just seems so appropriate. It's the Hunger Games. Aww. See what I did there? That's nice. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you. You're nasty. All right, let's get to some uh, suggestions here. Let's do it. What do you have for us this week? All right, I got a video game that I, over the past couple weeks, I've been playing a little bit. I've heard a lot of great things about, found it on a sale, and decided to give it a shot. Yeah? And I'm talking about The Wolf Among Us. Really? I finally wa- I finally played through this game, and it's from Telltale Studios. They're the same people that made The Walking Dead game, which is incredible, where it's a lot of point-and-click and making decisions, and it's kind of a, it's more of an interactive story than an actual game, right? But you really feel part of it because you're kind of controlling what happens. A character could you could make a character die in one episode, and it lasts throughout the entire rest of the game, or like wherever you choose. If you're you're playing investigator in this, whatever you choose to go to first decides what clues are going to be there. Who has come to tamper with evidence in that time? Huh. And it's based on the Fables graphic novel series um, by Bill Willingham, which is kind of cool, actually. When I posted about playing this game and getting really into it, he favorited the tweet. Like, that's neat. I oh, cool. tag him in it. Like, okay, he's just looking out for Wolf Among Us stuff. Um, essentially, the story is that all the fairy tale creatures, all the fables, are now living in hiding in New York City. And they all know each other, but and they all have the same personalities that they did before, but now they're trying to adapt to living normal lives. Hmm. And you play as Big B Wolf, who was the former Big Bad Wolf, and he's now the sheriff of this town. And he's the one that kind of enforces the laws and everything, and then there's this crazy murder that happens. So you have to try and solve this murder along with uh, one of the head government officials is Snow White. And you and her are trying to figure out what's going on. And you have to interview a bunch of people like Ichabod Crane, uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, or a bunch of goon henchmen that keep coming after you. Um, You meet various other mythological creatures such as like Bloody Mary and the Jersey Devil. But they're all human. It's like they they have the human form that they hide that hides their true forms that kind of come out when they're getting bloodthirsty and ready to kill each other. Kind of like Once Upon a Time-ish. Which I've never seen, but I assume so. First season's good. Rest of it sucks shit. That's what I've heard. Yep. Um, <laughs> but it, it's really neat how it's done, and I know the comic. There's a lot of different, a uh, lot of different books of it now, and yeah. even at the end of the game, after you finish the whole game, and it's a, one complete story. It's really great, and it's really interactive, and it gets really serious sometimes with the things you could choose to do. Like there's a lot of holy shit out of left field moments, but it's kind of neat because at the very end of the game, like. The end of the Walking Dead games, it's like, all right, game's over, credits, that's cool. The end of this kind of promotes the comic. Because really? it's like, if you like this story, read about what happens next. Pick up, you know, uh, the local oh, fables cool. graphic novels, and it lists some of the um, the books in the series. Like they kind of tie um, in? Yeah. That's cool. Because I think this is l- largely based on the first uh, hardcover. I think it's called Faith or something like that. Hmm. Um, it's largely based on that storyline. But it's interesting how you go along and to see where these characters, how they ended up. Like Beauty and Beast fight all the time, but it's because they don't have a lot of money. But they still live like they're in a very fancy, you know, there's chandeliers and gold ornate things everywhere. But they're f- struggling for money. And I'm trying to think of some of the other characters like, uh, that are pretty good at it. The Magic Mirror is 
like shows them anything they need, but they have to always phrase things in the form of a poem. Huh. It, it's it's just really neat how they bring all these characters in. And there's cool. other ones that, like there's trolls that show up. Grendel's in it for a little bit, and they all have human characteristics, and they're they play as human characters. So it's really neat how the game unfolds. The first chapter is available for free download on I know Xbox and PlayStation Three at least, and the rest of the game you can get the whole game for about twenty bucks if you want to get the disc. But if you're going to download it, you can get it for fifteen, or I got it for a sale for nine. Huh. It was, it's definitely worth it. I spent yeah. a couple hours into it, and I definitely want to replay it again just to uh, see try out some of the other choices I didn't do this time. That's cool. So I'd say Wolf Among Us worth a shot, and I'm I'm gonna have to pick up the uh, Fables comic series now also because I want to see how that turns out as well. So nice. two for one on this one. There you go. Very cool. I actually have two movie recommendations. Uh-oh. So He's first one, which I wanted to talk about. Um, Last time we were going to record, but we didn't get a chance to, was uh, The Kingsman. Okay, yeah. I still never got a chance to see that. I thought it was awesome. It was a pleasant surprise. I, was, like, I thought the first trailer that came out looked awesome. Oh, I, was yeah. like, I was like, I can't wait to see that. And that just kind of disappeared. Like I didn't hear anything about it. I didn't know when it was coming out. I thought it was going to be like a summer kind of deal. Yeah. Because the cast is huge. Like The cast is awesome. And then it just kind of came out. And I was like, you know what? Someone asked me to go last minute. And I was like, all right, I'll go see it. Sure. And I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I'm probably going to buy it on Blu-ray when it comes wow, out. Nice. It was, and that's based off of a comic uh, called The Secret Service Okay. by Mark Millar. Now, Mark Millar comic world gets a little crazy. Yeah. Did the movie kind of get yes, that definitely. point also? Yeah, the violence is on a kick-ass level. Okay. But it's not like kick-ass to rape, okay. gratuitous violence that's level. It's like, uh, it's like James Bond. Okay. But if Mark Millar did James Bond. So very bloody and just... Yeah. So, like, James Bond via Quentin Tarantino. Sort of, yeah. It's like if James Bond was, like, a group of James Bonds, <laughs> and they are training the newest James Bonds, okay. who are all kids, to kind of become James Bonds. And Colin Firth is, James Bonds. like, he, the main he's guy. King James Bond. He is James Bond. He is James Bond. <laughs> yeah. And they have secret agent chapters. And the head of the organization is Michael Caine, which is great. In Dior. Michael Caine. So he left his little cafe in Italy. He did. He left his cafe in Italy with uh, Feldog. <laughs> uh, so he's in it. And the villain is Samuel Jackson, which is awesome. He's great as a and villain, he has too. And he has a lisp. So he kind of talks like uh, Jim, Jim Carrey and Cable Guy. Yeah, the whole movie. So he's like, this shit's fucked up. You know, stuff like that. <laughs> like, that's how he talks. So it's great. And uh, the main guy, I've never seen him in anything. He's just like a British actor, and okay. he's he's really good. I was surprised I how really good he was. I really wanted to check that out. I don't think it's still in theaters now, but I it's, that is one I wanted to see. It's actually somewhere between a cross of X-Men First Class, because same director. Yeah, Matthew Vaughn. And Kick-Ass. It's like a cross between it's those two. Same director, Matthew yeah. Vaughn. So. Right. And the music is the same guy. He does the music for both. Oh, sweet. So it's it's really good. Like, I loved everything and it's about like, it. One of the coolest parts of Kick-Ass was the use of pop music. Did they actually put popular songs in this movie that you uh, recognized and sort of? Yeah, they are scenes? in spots, but a lot of it is actual like like the score was great with Kick-Ass. But yeah. I remember the whole uh, the bad reputation scene. Yeah. Like a lot of it's like modern music. Okay, like Iggy Azalea is in it oh, here boy. and there, okay. and Ellie Goulding, who's in all of that guy's movies, right? Um, but yeah, there's there's some stuff in there, but the score is like very like James Bondy. Okay, so it's it's good, kind of like First Class score was kind of James yeah. Bondy. It's like that. <laughs> It kind of feels like first class to me. Okay. So it's, nice. it's cool. And like, uh, I don't know, and the bad guy from Kick-Ass is, uh, has a really big part in it too. Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Sinestro? 
Yeah. Mark Strong. Mark Strong. Yeah. He's really good in it. Nice. And he's a good guy, which is great because – That doesn't happen. He's always a villain. Yeah. And he's like the Q almost. Okay. And cool. he uh, – his name's Merlin. So they all have code names like Merlin, Galahad. They're all like – Oh, okay. Like Arthur. Weird. Lancelot. You know. Nice. Yeah. I really want to check this out. It's great. I highly recommend it. And um, the second one I actually watched the day I was on the snow day during uh, Temple of Doom because my wife doesn't mm-hmm. like Temple of Doom. Uh, we turned off the indie marathon. I went on Netflix Ooh. to see what was on, and I watched the new John Favreau movie, Chef. Yeah, that's been getting a lot of buzz. I really liked it. Okay. I thought it was good. It was uh, really funny, and it really made me fucking hungry because <laughs> uh, all he does is cook shit the whole movie, and it all looks great. Um, he's like a big time chef, and there's tons of cameos. Like okay. Robert Downey Jr. is in it, Scarlett Johansson, Dustin Hoffman's in it. Oh wow! Uh, and they all have pretty decent roles. Okay, um, they're not just like, "Hi, I'm Robert Downey Jr. Goodbye." Hi, I'm Dustin Hoffman. Goodbye. Like, they're all like pretty big parts of the movie, and John Leguizamo's like the co-star, so he's great. And Sofia Vergara is his wife, uh, which is crazy because you're John Favreau. But that's besides <laughs> the point. Uh, yeah, come on, get real. I know you're the director, but I mean, come on. He did that with Couples Retreat too, didn't he? Give himself the hot wife. Yeah, it was his he, wife wasn't Kristen one. Bell? Was it? No. All the know. chicks in that movie are hot though. Yeah. It's like Kristen Bell. I forget who his wife is. None of the women in that movie. Should that be movie sucked, by the way. Movie. Couples Retreat should have been so much better. No. So bad. So many good so actors. Bad. I don't trust anything Vince Vaughn's related to anymore. Although his new movie looks kind of decent. Eh, it's rated R Vince Vaughn. It can't be that bad. It's what? It's rated R Vince Vaughn. It can't be that bad. <laughs> it can't be that bad. You're right. But Chef is good. I okay. liked it. And it's on Netflix now. So that's where I saw it. Nice. And it's basically about a guy who's like a – he works in like this huge restaurant in L.A., the biggest restaurant in L.A., and Oliver Platt of Ready to Rumble fame I will woo you. is a food critic who comes in and tears him a new oh, asshole. No. And he found him. And he loses his job. I'm not going to spoil it, but he loses his job. It's the well, whole plot. No, because I in all the previews he's on a food truck. Right. So I know but he, he loses that he loses his job. I'm not going to say how because it's really good. Okay. And um, it starts a food truck with John Leguizamo. Nice. And they make all kinds of awesome looking food. And it made me really want to try a Cuban sandwich. So now I really want to try a Cuban sandwich. Cubans are so good. Yeah. That is such a great sandwich. Yeah, and it looks fucking great in the movie. <laughs> so uh, I want a Cuban sandwich. Uh, Chef will make you hungry. Like, that's the one thing I can recommend. Like, if you're going to watch that movie, you should, like, make sure you're either, like, getting ready to eat dinner or have a Cuban sandwich, like, at the ready. Because mm-hmm. everything in that movie looks good. Um, but, yeah, those two movies I highly recommend. One you can watch at home on Netflix, and Kingsman you can go to the theater and see. Very nice. Uh, both very good. Definitely go check them out. That's about all I have this week. What about you? You got anything else you want to throw in there? Uh, no. That's been pretty much all it is for me as well. Yeah. Well then. All right, all right, all right. I think that's all we got. And uh, until next time, everybody, we'll be back for more 90s talk, more uh, comic stuff. More Chex Quest. More Chex Quest. In the meantime, yeah, check out Chex Quest too. Check out Chex Quest. Find Eric Roberts' fanny pack and – Yeah, seriously. If anyone finds Eric Roberts' fanny pack or – uh, has a checks quest story hit us up on twitter at synergy comic <laughs> we'll gladly read your oh, stories yes. online and if you do like you know have a ransom letter or anything if you're the one who kidnapped his uh his fanny pack let us know right away definitely yes so until next time everybody adios bon voyage motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>